Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Let's start here. We mentioned the the nuts and bolts. Grizzlies win 103-93. Great defensive effort, uh, obviously, against Anthony Davis. And in many ways, Xavier Tillman, the man who had been charged with, look, you got to be more of a factor offensively. Right. Exposed for 22 and 13. A man that at one point this season was in the G League uh, out of the rotation. This season. Yes. Says, I want to I want to keep my legs going and get some mm-hmm. run just because I want to stay ready for you guys. Uh, responded in the – the most surprising way possible by play, outplaying Anthony Davis. I'm saying I, I have a hard time talking about this game without talking about, you know, first how impactful that kind of performance was from Xavier Tillman. Yeah, for sure, man. He was phenomenal last night. Um, shout out to the people, the crew at Hooters downtown. Uh, we had another great uh, watch party yesterday. Uh, a lot of love in the building, and, and Xavier Tillman definitely brought it. Uh, I called him out last game. I was like, yeah, I told y'all this is what he's going to be. He ain't ready for the playoffs. He definitely silenced me for sure, and along with another young man. It will definitely. Uh, I'm gonna do my first ever like public apology, man. Like I, wow. I don't do that too often because I know we don't give a shit about what y'all think. Like if 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 you if, if you agree with me, you agree. If you don't, you don't. If I was wrong, I was wrong. But I always say the sports is something you shouldn't apologize for. But I will apologize later. You tell me what segment you want to do at the end, Jason Smith. But uh, Xavier Tillman definitely was was incredible yesterday. Uh, 22 points was a season high. Uh, 12 rebounds was a season high as well for Xavier Tillman. Um, sure, it was 13 or 12? 13 right? rebounds, my bad. 13, yeah. rebounds. 13 rebounds. Uh, outplayed Anthony Davis. In Man, games. no question. Who would have who thought that? No one. Uh, yeah. Um, I think that – and you asked about my, my level of optimism. Um, it's definitely much higher than it was the other day when we recorded. Um, it feels like this is going to be a competitive series where you're talking six, seven games. Um, and I think going back to the regular season, this team just strictly play. I'm not going to say they play better, but they play a different style of play um, when John Morant is on the court. Um, were there moments in the end of the game last year where I was like, yeah, this is where we want Ja. You know, <laughs> when the Lakers are coming back, you really need the bucket. There are moments where I wish Ja was on the court. But I did like the way the guys played uh, yesterday. I love the defensive effort from everyone. Not only uh, Xavier Tillman came up big as a guy who didn't have a good game tonight. Uh, David Roddy had good good moments in the game. I'm not gonna say he had a particularly great game, but he had some big shots. Played exceptional defense on LeBron James. Um, Luke Kennard came in. There was a stretch that really broke the game open, where the Grizzlies hit a three. Uh, David Roddy hit a, hit a three. Luke Kennard, who's known for not being a good defender, that was one of the huge knocks on him. He gets a steal. 
uh, on the inbounds pass. Step back three, six straight points for the Grizzlies, gets the crowd into it. It's feeling like it's, it's destiny at that point if the Grizzlies win. Super exciting game. Um, glad to see that we will be back at FedEx Forum, um, you know, for a game five, if nothing else. And uh, it's it's good, man. I'm I'm super excited. I'm I'm, I'm going to back off of Grizz in five, at least for right now today. Probably smart. But uh, <laughs> I don't predict us to win the rest of the games. But I think it makes this game three super crucial. I think if you can pull off a win in game three, the proverbial assholes of the Lakers – excuse me, let me correct my friends. The, the booty holes of the Los Angeles Lakers will become extremely tight if the Grizzlies win two straight and win game three, their first game in – wherever they play, Cryptocurrency Bowl Arena or Chico Stick Center or wherever they play. Um, yeah, if we can get that game three, the anuses could get very uh, restricted, constricted, excuse me, uh, for the like. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. How much saying, uh, this question we've been asked today, how closely can they replicate defensively what they did to Anthony Davis in game two? After considering the fact that you know Davis is going to, I mean, he's already been challenged publicly. You just mm-hmm. got outplayed by Xavier Tillman, the guy that was outside the rotation earlier this year. Um, you know, with the employing of the double teams, whether it's Tillman on him, Jaron on him, you would see that constant help come over as part of the reason why Conchar was able to get, you know, a couple of blocks. Roddy got one on him, too. How much of that can you replicate out in L.A. in game three with A.D. likely being charged up to say, look, I, I you know, I have to be the leader. I can't perform like I did in game two. It'll be tough. It's, it's a dof- different level of intensity that you'll get from the Lakers in yeah. L.A. It's a different level of focus, different level of comfort, confidence. You know, this is the first game they've played, first playoff game they played since they've had LeBron. Because in the in the championship era, the, the year they won the championship, that was in the bubble. You know what I mean? So this would be the first, you know, playoff game in Crypto Arena, um, you know, with LeBron James as well. So I'm sure it's going to be crazy energy there. Uh, the Lakers definitely have a fan base. We see that from the from the passion and the, the attendance of Laker fans you're seeing in the games right now. So I think it, it'll be a totally different situation, you would assume. But I'm not going to count out a guy like Xavier Tillman who – uh, he's one of those confidence guys, man. Once he start, once he gets that uh, run of confidence going, because you know that was a stretch of like maybe ten games where he was playing uh, mm-hmm. very good this season. So he's a guy who's probably as strong as AD, if not stronger. You know, what I mean, he's not nearly as tall, not nearly as athletic, but I think he can, you know, frustrate him in some ways again, like he was able to uh, last game. And also, he's flanked by the Defensive Player of the Year and Jaron Jackson Jr., who in two games, Jason Smith. 
if I'm not mistaken, has not made more than three fouls. And I, I don't think he's going into any fourth quarter with more than two. My numbers might be wrong. You guys can tell me if I'm wrong or not. But I believe that uh, for sure that Jaron has not. I know he hasn't been in foul trouble. I don't think he's had more than three fouls, like I said, mm -hmm. uh, either game. I uh, had a weird foul called on him last night. Jaron's been phenomenal on both ends. Uh, didn't break 20 points yesterday. Didn't really have to. Would have been great to see him, you know, kind of scored in some of those dead moments of the fourth quarter. But it's super exciting to uh, 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 tie the series up at one. You saw the fans get into it. Whoop, that trick came out. Me and my friend Jason Mitchell won Hooters. We were beating on the bar, screaming "Beat LA." It was the shit. I'm yeah, glad it was. It was fun times back in the FedEx Forum, man. And yeah. like the like the tweet I put out yesterday, it was like the Undertaker uh, raising back up from the dead for sure. Were you surprised? Well, that's not the question I want to ask. But you talk about a, a benefit. You talk about catching a break. You know, John Moran gets to rest that hand up, that bruised hand up for another couple of days, you're able to win that game uh, without him. You think there's any way he doesn't go in game three? Um, you're looking at that game would be when? Saturday, right? Saturday. He's got two Today, He's got today and Friday. Friday all day. Set. Well, I don't know what, what time it is. I don't know. Uh, That's a night game. It's a late game, I'm pretty sure. And then oh, yeah, it's probably a 9 p.m. game. Huh? And then it's going to go Monday, Wednesday, Friday, where you only got the one get, you know, the one day off in between. So. Yeah. He's really benefiting from this this extra time off in the first part of this series. I'm probably about 60-40 that he plays. So you weren't surprised last night that he didn't play? Not really. I, I not really at all. You're saying you still think 60-40. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't surprise okay. at all that he didn't play. Um he he um I was paying attention to certain things the Grizzlies do. The sweat did the sweat. I thought that told us. I yeah, he, was... he had the he had the comfy fit on, man. A comfy job normally means active job. But we forgot also he was wearing John Morant branded gear on day one day of the day ones of the mm. day one. So mm. that probably led more to him not having just you know whatever designer outfit on. He had his Nike gear on because he you know that shoe drop yesterday as well. Shout out to that man. Uh, hate to get off track. Hate to get off focus. But that was a big day yesterday for John. Yeah, they went fast. Yeah, I'm I'm an old man who feels a way that I couldn't get my nine year old a pair of size sixes. Just dropping hints for y'all if y'all got a size six out there. But um, I, I do feel upset that I was able to get a pair for my son. Um, but shout out to John Morant, man, for having the shoe that's totally sold out. Well, you know, virtually sold out at least as far as, as, far as online is concerned. Of course, you'll be able to find some in some stores here and there, some returns, things like that. But as far as what they classify as a sellout, it says sold out on Nike. And I'm sure it's the same way on every other uh, store or retailer that you look up. That's That's an amazing thing, man, especially when – you go in, this is Memphis, so we have the Nike outlet here and we have the, the Nike employee store. Mm -hmm. When you go to the employee store, you go to the outlet and there's branded shoes by players that you see readily available. You know, I can get up right now and go get a pair of Zion Jordans if I want to from the store. I could go get some Jason Tatum's from the store, Jordan brand, anytime. I could go get some Kyrie's. I could go get KD's right now. You know what I mean? Like, no problem. But for John Moran's shoe to drop day one and they're gone, before you get your cup of coffee in, you know, before you send your kids off to school, that's an amazing, uh, amazing day for him. I'm sure he's super excited, and I'm sure it makes him want to get back on the court like we talked about for game three. Yeah, Nike being very smart here with the trickle-out release of the, you know, one colorway, and then I think in a couple of weeks or whatever we'll have the we'll have the next one. So they're being very you – it know, keeps demand up high. The stores are packed. The lines are long. Yeah. I had to get on right at 9 a.m. to get a little Chris a pair, my son a pair. 
but I was there, was able to get it through uh, before that thing got out of there. I think first 15, 20 minutes, most of the regular sizes yeah. were gone. So, yeah, mm-hmm. salute to Ja on a successful official uh, day one shoe release of the day one Ja ones. 